Welcome to Data Driven Recruiting. In this podcast, we talk about strategies and techniques for leveraging objective talent data to improve hiring processes. Welcome back to Data Driven Recruiting. Today, we will talk about the top five talent data sources,、uh, specifically for technical roles like software engineers. Awesome. So, we're going to be going through some talent data sources specifically for software engineering, computer science, and ranking them on two dimensions. So, the two dimensions being、uh, availability. So, like how accessible is that data source and、mm-hmm. how many people already have it and can you go or just find it?、Yeah. And then, how accurate is it? Because, you know, if it's not accurate, then it's not as reliable. Yeah, even if you have a lot of it, if it's not accurate, there's no use.、So Exactly. The trade off is pretty clear. So, yeah, yeah let's put them on, on the our、map. on the map. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can't see us marking a beautiful piece of paper、uh, <laughs> on a two dimensional grid, but we'll publish a blog post about this and have a cute graphic showing it.、Yeah. And at the end of the video, if you're watching it on video, we'll show our art. <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the video. video. All right. So, let's start from, I guess, Coursework and GPA, right? So, like, that's one data point where、uh, more relevant if you're hiring students,、uh, right. but even if you're hiring somebody a few years out of school.、Mm-hmm. Uh, What kind of a courses they've completed and how well they did、exactly. in that setting. Okay. Exactly. So, I guess let's start from availability.、Uh, almost everybody who went to school has something like that, right?、Mm-hmm. And I guess coursework can also include, you know, if you take a MOOC class, right? So, like yeah, online, online classes, classes, or do you want to? Yeah, a lot of book, them you know, now、yeah. offer different、right. courses and、right. also like confirm that you've completed、right. all so, the exercises too. Yeah. That's available on your LinkedIn if you did that, but、mm-hmm. like it's not very rare. In fact, there was a study recently that said like most of the people who actually finish a course on a, like an online program、mm-hmm. like have master's degrees. So like a lot of people start, but not too many of them <laughs> actually end up finishing it.、Yeah. Uh, so I say it's available, but not so much. And then when it goes to Uh, accuracy-wise? accuracy-wise, I'd say it could be misleading, mainly、mm-hmm. because it really depends on the school. Right?、Mm-hmm. Like, there are some schools where a class in algorithms is like so hardcore、mm-hmm. <laughs> that, like, it's impossible. Like, you know, going through that, even getting like a C on it means a lot.、Yeah. And I've seen, cl- you know,、uh, schools where it's just easy peasy, you can just cruise through it. Right, right. And so, GPA, like, depending on how hard the, the school is trying to manage their、right. GPA distribution, that could be misleading. But so maybe if you know the context of which institution this sure, comes from, maybe、sure. it can be useful. But if you are looking at and trying to compare this、yeah. information across different candidate pool, probably not so、yeah. useful. Okay, so, so I would、medium. say, like, medium accuracy, medium、yeah. availability. So、okay. put it somewhere here, call it coursework, GPA. Right. Okay, the next one. Next one. Referrals.、Uh, references and referrals. References and referrals. Not very readily available, right? So, pretty、Not、low on availability.、Ones. You really have to, like, I mean, you can't ask for it upfront usually unless you know someone who knows someone, which is very hard,、mm-hmm. especially like high volume recruiting.、Uh, referrals are not very available. Uh, but they tend to be, I feel like, a decent source. Like,、mm-hmm. it could have a lot of biases, but I feel like. You know, companies trust it a lot in the sense that, like, if I worked with somebody and I say this person is amazing,、mm-hmm. usually has pretty high accuracy. But, like, 
you know, there's only so far your, you know, team's network can go. Mm-hmm. I mean, every person might have closely worked with a handful of people and has to be close work so that right. you can actually say, like, I have hands-on evidence yeah like what they've done yeah concrete yeah. evidence that this person has uh this skill set right. or I- is able to do something so right. so high availability is low accuracy, accuracy is, is high, high. Yeah. yeah so the so left top quadrant you go yeah. for it <laughs> the next one uh next one this one is like you know some people might not be familiar so i'll give context on this but like competitions and online challenges and events mm-hmm. so for example for data scientists like google recently acquired a company called kaggle which organizes a lot of like data science competitions right. and there is a few other ones like stuff that people do in school stuff people do in college uh i think it's pretty high accuracy mainly mm-hmm. because those contests are usually held at under very strict monitoring and it's like very difficult to like do right. well it's timed and they actually put a lot of you know time to right. figure out what questions right. to ask right but at the same time very few people actually do them mm-hmm. for multiple reasons one is very hard so like you know most people are like i don't even want to attempt it this isn't like way beyond the level that i'm comfortable doing and then two because a lot of these competitions and contests are public even Mm -hmm. if you are really good a lot of the times you are you know you just don't feel comfortable like getting your name on a leaderboard and showing like if you're not in the top 10 even though being in the top 50 is usually phenomenal but like just the optics of it don't look good yeah so So only the people who think they can be at the top 10 opt in so it limits kind of the the right. availability of data for right. if you're trying to hire yeah. hundreds of people. Yeah. Okay. So I would say pretty high accuracy, but uh, very low on the availability side. Got it. Right. Uh, right. My favorite, <laughs> quotes favorite, uh, resumes. Uh, I guess pretty readily available. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, even even though the software engineers, you know, they they might have a simpler ones. I think people, yeah, still yeah, I mean, have it's one. all over the place. Like it's a very can, traditional one that everybody has used. So. Every applicant, that's where it starts. You can yeah. even, you know, uh, there is even like resume databases that you can just like search almost anybody's resume in. Right. So so highly available, but not very reliable. Okay, uh, I could and talk why? about this for like an hour with the whole go beyond resumes <laughs> <laughs> movement stuff. But uh, I mean, resumes are just you know, it can be packaged in so many different ways and you can put it pretty much anything you want there. And it could be in a million, it could mean a million different things. Right. Uh, Sure, if you have like very high pedigree on it, that could give some sort of a signal, but even Mm -hmm. that signal is not reliable. Right. But most people have some unknown school, unknown companies on that resume. Yeah. And judging, making any sort of a talent or skill judgment based on that is right. not a good idea. So even the pedigree, we've seen many researchers saying that it's not correlated with their performance or skills necessarily. Right. And then there is the layer of, you know, the resume is also writing skills and how you market yourself. Yeah. And people who are not good at it doesn't necessarily mean they don't have skills. So exactly. low on accuracy, high on availability. Very high on availability, okay. but also very low on the accuracy side. Uh, Excellent. All right, Uh, LinkedIn. Uh, This one is somewhat similar to resume, but it has many different components that are not exactly uh, same as on the resume. But 
even higher availability, I would say, than resume because mm-hmm. resume, they still have to apply or something like that for you to get it. Or LinkedIn, updated, you just yeah. search like whoever you want. True. They usually have a LinkedIn profile. You search and you find it. So like very, very, even higher availability than re- resume, mm-hmm. but many similar reasons. Like even things such as endorsements, which are LinkedIn specific yeah. that are not uh, on the resume. Mm-hmm. I have not met any person who says like, I trust endorsements because right. like, you know, I've, I mean, I get endorsed for things that I have no idea about. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma endorsing me for my C++ skills has nothing to do with me knowing any C++. But there is a little bit better part that, you know, some people lie on resumes. Sure. But LinkedIn, it's because it's harder. public, I yeah. think people are a little more honest. There's a little governance layer of it. Yeah. So so more, more accurate than a, mm-hmm. uh, than a resume. Uh, and also, I guess, more, more available. Yeah. yeah, more available. So like, here yeah. here yeah Somewhere there. okay uh awesome well let's get into a lot more specialized areas mm-hmm. with uh software developers yeah. like i think stack overflow is a good example mm-hmm. so stack overflow i think it's one of those sort of middle grounds where if anybody doesn't know it's a question and answer website for it's one of the well, probably the, the most popular question answer website for software engineers. Yeah, uh, the clinical problems and right. questions, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the biggest problem is that most people just consume the information. They don't do anything on Stack Overflow, mm. right? Just like with sites like Yelp or like, you know, the ones where you mostly go, yeah. the high traffic, mm-hmm. but you just go read and get out. Like right. you very rarely do anything. And for it to have like a high accuracy or even availability data, you need to do something like you need to answering questions or engaging right. with the community so that it actually can produce some sort of a high fidelity data point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely, if you do that, right, like mm-hmm. if you do actually have an active profile, it has a decent level of accuracy because mm-hmm. it has a very, like a community rates answers mm-hmm. and you can't really game it. It's very carefully designed to like, you know, it's like community endorsed. Like if right. you've been answering Pro, questions, funded exactly right. So, but if so, if I'm a technical recruiter and looking at stock overflow of a candidate that I'm interviewing, like do I just look at the the rating of this person? How they, do I actually they, make They sense have of it? like some ratings and metrics around like you know which areas have they been answering in, where have they been mm. more active? Like mm. you know what's their ratings and expertise in different areas? So it's. I would say if you have it, it's it's a decent signal, much better than a resume. Mm-hmm. But like the availability, might very few people have yeah. a really active profile. Right, right. Okay, so low on availability, but you know, decent accuracy. Decent accuracy, okay. but low on availability. And I guess while we're at it, I think mm. GitHub goes into a similar category. Like if somebody has a like an active GitHub profile, you can yeah. go in and see their code. And accuracy is still questionable, I mean, again, way better than a resume, Mm. but still questionable in the sense that like people copy each other's code, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. Or you only put like, you know, your pet projects, not real one. Right, like your best projects, your best pet projects, right? Mm. And that you know are like very buttoned up, just kind of like your resume is very buttoned up. Uh, Again, much better than a resume, not very high on the availability because mm-hmm. most of the time GitHub is used very actively inside like corporate yeah. environments. So, so for 
you know, for audience who does not really know what GitHub, I mean, heard of GitHub but does not know what is, what is yeah. a quick quick summary. Sure, I mean, GitHub is basically like a community slash a code repository. It's very popular and like companies use it internally, like private for professional sort of users, collaborating yeah. on building software. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is also a big sort of open source and mm -hmm. on, on open co collaborative yeah. component. Yeah. But again, suffers from kind of a similar issue where most people do not have a public and mm -hmm. active GitHub profile. So on the availability side, it suffers quite a bit. But if they do have a very active one, it's a decent signal. And as a technical recruiter who's not technical, right. When I like, when I see, can I make sense of it? Is that like, what are the information can I get? Like, do I actually have to read a code to tell this is a good person? Most people or? go with sort of like higher level metrics, such as how much code is there, what kind of mm -hmm. a language is being used. Like, if they're non-technical, they don't really dive right. into like reading the code. If they're technical, uh, and if mm -hmm. it's an engineer reviewing it, you would usually also look at the code. But like most of the I time, see. it's like. What repos, how much code, like how active okay. is this well, person to committing? Interesting that how much code is written is kind of a measure because, I mean, I can be just, you know, I can just talk a lot and writing a lot of things, <laughs> but doesn't say anything important yeah. too, right? Yeah, okay, mean, so that, that's another accuracy and availability as right. well. Like available data doesn't mean it's actually uh, very informative data. Yeah, okay, exactly. all right. Compared to stock overflow, what do we say? It's right around it, actually. Yeah. I think it's more accurate than Stack Overflow, mainly okay. because there's like hands-on code written instead of inferring it from someone's right. answers. Right. But uh, it's Similar. just as unavailable right. like on, the, on a global scale. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, to wrap it up, I think like one data point that's like very, very high on accuracy and has the potential to become higher on availability, which mm. is... It's not right now, so I think like assessments, sort of direct measurements of ability, right? Mm. It's the highest accuracy because like if you do direct measurement and if you measure it well, yeah. it's the most high accuracy thing you can do when it comes to like Measuring talent actual data. skills, yeah. Right. Unfortunately today, you know, most of the time you have to like specifically request just like with like references, you have to like request mm. it from the person to complete it because they don't come through the door, they don't publicize any sort of direct measurements that have been made. Uh, but that's changing, and one of the changes with code signal, with mm -hmm. our uh, code signal certifications, you know, at least when it comes to new grads, a lot of new grads already have code signal certifications, right. and it's accessible. Like you can literally ask them with their resume, right. but it's still the early days. I think over the next couple of years, you would see more and more mm. direct measurements and assessments becoming highly available, and they're already highly accurate. Got it. All right. So please wrap us up with uh, the bottom line. The bottom line is that when you're thinking about data sources, talent data sources, you have to think about availability versus accuracy. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people just default to, you know, what's more readily available is just stick to that. Mm -hmm. But Accuracy is sometimes even more important, like probably more important than availability. Yeah. So you have to consider both and keep in mind what compromises you're making. Yeah, sounds good. Thank awesome. you for sharing your insights and thank you for joining us. Uh, we will see you next time.